Welcome to Future Sharks and Dragons, the business podcast made for little ones with big ideas. On this podcast, we're learning how to start and run a business with the help from Mummy and Daddy. I'm Riley, the future shark. I'm Reggie, the future dragon. I'm Adam, also known as Daddy. And I'm Sarah, mummy to these boys. As Daddy used to say on his podcast, we're going to share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings. We hope you enjoyed this episode and something in here inspires you to start thinking about your next business idea. Let's get into today's show. Guys, are we ready for the first episode of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You, little man, need to make sure you're talking into the microphone. So this is like the first episode that we've ever done. So I thought we would start with some introductions. And I think the best way to start is with the two most important people on the podcast, (laughs) which would be these two boys sat in front of me. And then myself and my beautiful wife will then give a quick introduction to who we are very briefly because we are much less important. We're sort of here to just help these two boys on their business journey. So Riley. Riley. Do you want to give a quick introduction to you? By the way, I have not teed any of these boys up for this question, so it's going to be really fun to hear what they say. Riley, do you want to give a quick introduction to you, who you are, what you like, just anything that listeners might care about? Okay. Uh, I like gaming, and I look, and, and my hobby is basically rugby. And how old are you? I am nine. I turned nine on the third of Jan. Which right now is four days away. Four days away. Sorry, four days, no, four days ago. ago. Four days ago. So he's just turned nine. And then Reggie. Um, I like dancing, and I'm six. Um, my favorite color is neon yellow, and I like dancing. And what football team do you support? Liverpool. And what's your favourite F1 team? Ferrari. My guy. I'm not a fan of Ferrari, but at least he knows he's an F1 fan. And then, did you whisper Red Bull into the mic? I can hear you. Red Bull without Max, but that's not for this podcast. This is a (laughs) family-friendly podcast, so I'm not going to rant. Sarah? Yes. Yours needs to be probably a little bit more expansive because we're going to be the people that are sort of like supporting these two young entrepreneurs. So do you want to give a... An intro to who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I am Sarah, mummy to these two boys, wifey to Adam. Um, me and Adam founded a, our own business together back in 2013 called Expert Trades. Um, Adam has now very recently moved to chairman of the business and I am now co-founder and chief Operating. operating officer she's trying to get the ceo i'm role, trying to get the ceo role but i thought mm, keep, keep keep that one quiet just for a little bit um so yeah which i started the new role at the beginning of january on the 3rd of january it's only a few days into my new role but all in all going well and excited for the future amazing intros mine might be slightly longer but i think it's probably worth giving the context my name's adam as Sarah said, or Adam or Daddy to these two boys, 
don't go calling me Adam, guys. <laughs> uh, not just yet. So I co-founded a company with my wife, Sarah, back in 2013. That company grew to circa 15, 18 people. We did angel investing. Someone's just hit the microphone. Sorry. We did angel investing. Sorry, we had it's the microphone that just put me off, but this is a no edit show, by the way. So we had a couple of years of bootstrapping it. And what that means is we took no funding. No one lent us any money looking at the boys. You know, we're talking about Shark Tank and Dragons then. No one gave us any money. We worked it out ourselves. Then some investors gave us a little bit of money. They're called angels, but we'll get to that on a future episode. Then we took some venture capital. Again, another word that we'll learn on a future episode. And we grew that business. And we've been doing that since 2013. Throughout that journey, I also became a qualified coach because I was trying to become a better CEO. And as Sarah alluded to is coming up to April this year, it would have been 10 years in that business and I was ready for a new change. So I'm joining a very close friend of mine um, who I've spent very little time with, but has always been an amazing mentor to me. I'm joining his business on his vision uh, as of this month. And I guess it's probably a good opportunity. Actually, it's probably worth sharing is podcasting isn't new to me. Um, if anyone's listening to this thinking, I I know that voice from somewhere. That would be cool. But I, with my best friend, Harrison, you guys know Uncle Harry, don't you? Yeah. Is he small or tall? Tall. <laughs> tall. How tall? <laughs> like big feet tall. Big feet tall. <laughs> He's taller than two of me. He's bigger than Bigfoot. He's bigger than Bigfoot. So me and Uncle Harry started a podcast called The Startup Diary. And that was really a passion project that grew into an amazing audience and listenership we built an amazing community and that was to share the highs, the lows and all the learnings of what it was like to truly build a business because there's so many podcasts out there that share all these unicorn stories of how easy, not easy, but how success came and it made it sound so easy. And I was looking for this podcast, which was being honest because it's really hard to build a business, but it's definitely worth it. So me and Harry recorded three times a week, 400 episodes and kind of in this podcast mood at the moment because we've just got back to that show and I have no doubt that some of the listeners of that show will listen to these boys. Riley's doing a nice gentle cough to the side. So, context for this show. Is it worth me sharing the story as to why we're even here? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay, yeah. so we're all big fans of a TV show called Shark Tank. And that's for anyone listening in the UK, that's like an American version of Dragon's Den. I was raised on the Dragon's Den, loved it, and... We were like, what are the boys doing? They're gaming, no doubt. They're playing Minecraft or Fortnite. And we're like, let's bring them down. Let's see if they enjoy an episode of Shark Tank. And we sat them down thinking, they might find this really boring. But these boys in front of me right now have really witnessed me and Sarah being entrepreneurs for the last nine years. So they've seen us go through what it's like to try and build a business. So we're like, they might enjoy it. What was that thought then, Reggie? Oh, you only hit. Yeah, so I haven't been for nine years. You haven't been for nine years, but we started this business before you were even born, buddy. Yeah, we started this business in 2013. And in the same year, we had Riley. No, Riley was born in 2014. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bear with me. Within a year of starting the business. Yes. Within a year, we started the business, bought our first house, got married and had Riley. Okay, so... Crazy year for us. 
And we thought, well, these guys have seen us building a business. And they're at this age now where they might just enjoy Shark Tank because love Dragon's Den, but Shark Tank is just probably a little bit more engaging for the generation. It's a bit more fire, a bit more fire in the in the sharks, I think. 100%. It's just, I guess it's just more Americanized, really. Uh, but it's cool. And I love all the sharks on there and their backgrounds. So we sat them down and it was amazing because all of a sudden we had the boys walking up to the laptop, pressing pause. And we're like, what does this mean? What does that mean? Like they're saying, like, what does equity mean? What does a loan mean? What does a license deal mean? And that, for me, having my boys ask me that question, I'm like, amazing that's like exciting for me so coming into 2023 we thought well we're looking for more ways as a family to do a project together these boys seem to be taking an interest in the world of business and what it could mean so why don't we start a podcast which is documenting the journey of these two entrepreneurs one that keeps touching the microphone i see you reginald two entrepreneurs nine-year-old and a six-year-old to sort of teach them what business is and see if they can build their own business with the support of mommy and daddy and i guess just see what foundations we can lay and hopefully the same as way that you guys have been inspired by the shark tank is someone will be driving down a motorway find this podcast press play and their little boy or girl in the back goes, what's this? This sounds interesting. What is business? And they can use this as a podcast to learn what business is. And I guess it's not easy, but it does give you a lot of flexibility and freedom if you want that sort of life. So, And it's going to be more fun than the podcast that daddy put, normally puts on in the car, which sends the boys to sleep. So true. So true. So true. Well, no. So how about this, boys? Your challenge is, is to make, because you guys consume a lot of content, which means watch and listen. You don't really listen to much, but you watch a lot of content. So what we need to try and do is make sure that we make this podcast the sort of podcast that you two would like to listen to. Because the sorts of podcasts that I listen to, you've just said, put you to sleep. So we need to make sure that this, you want to say something, Reg? We hate you hate the podcast that I listen to? Yeah. Well, listen, here's the thing. is As you get older and you learn more about business, I bet you that you start to listen to the same podcast as me. Yes, Riles? Never. I, I, it normally makes me sick in my car when we have a big driver and Daddy normally puts that on and I just get, I don't fall to sleep and it just makes me more bored. Well, our job, can we all agree? The job here is to make a podcast that kids your age would find amazingly fun and learn a lot from that's the mission okay does that sound fair yeah is that yeah. exciting and not get sick and not get sick and bored in the car okay that so hopefully that's what we can build deal deal, deal. all right so looking back at my i made some quick notes which i've never done for podcasts ever by the way i've recorded probably over 500 podcasts and i have never made notes but i'm i'm really leaning in to try and support you boys as best as i can so the audience right now know who we are Know who you guys are, the entrepreneurs. Know who me and mummy are, which is like the backup, the support. And what we're going to do at the end of the show is set a little challenge because we need to start to really think about what is the business that you guys want to build. But before we do that, I think it's important that we talk about the most 
basic question, which is, what is a business? So as you guys think about it, so take a second, because I'm going to ask mommy in a second. And I'm going to ask mommy, who looks panicked right now, by the way, to kind of think about in your own words, because I think it means different things to different people. And I was about to say there's no wrong or right answer, but there definitely is. But we can see where we all land. If someone says to you, what is a business? Mummy's leaning away from the mic. Mummy, what, what would you say if someone says, what is a business? What's the gut feel? Can somebody else go first? <laughs> <laughs> no is the answer. We're all going to sit in silence waiting for you. I guess it doesn't have to be technical. It doesn't have to be... We're not trying to look for the exact meaning in the dictionary, but when someone says to you, what is a business? What's the first thing that comes to mind? A brand. You think of it as a brand. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to try and do on this show, and what I'm going to make sure that we do, is to unpack words that might not be obvious to everybody. Okay. So when someone says a brand, yeah. what is that to you? Oh, okay. It's difficult actually when you actually try and... Um like break it down while you think let me share whereas the world that i come from and my thinking is for me a brand is a promise because we all know what a promise is and reggie's looking reggie why are you looking confused no idea. Because your brandy way you make money or promises is where you do something for another person exactly so let me so just pause there for a second when I buy a product from a company or from a business, so let's just say I buy this thing in front of me right now, which we probably all should have put on silent. If I buy this iPhone, okay, the brand is Apple. We all know Apple, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I buy this iPhone because I believe in the brand. And a brand is a promise because what Apple promise you is that they are going to make a product that is beautiful, fast, great technology, will never let you down, very secure. So all those things are what brands promise you. So, Mommy, if I think, it's a dangerous question to ask, but what's your favorite brand? Ooh. Boys, what's her favorite brand? Louis Vuitton! Aspirational brand Yes. So what does that brand mean to you? Luxury, luxury leather, luxury leather goods. And what's the promise that that brand makes to you? That it's, that it's gonna, it's great quality. It's gonna last. You look good wearing it. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to put a caveat on that, by the way, because I just want to make sure we're always being truthful. You might not look good wearing it, but that's the promise that you hear, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of people buy different clothes brands because we, we like how it makes us feel and we think it makes us look good. I like polo. You like polo, yes. Oh, I like Fortnite. I like G I have a jean and a hoodie. Well, that's a different story, which is how a, how a company that is a gaming company can then get into what we call merch. But we'll get onto that later on. Swag. Swag. So, Swag, Mr. Beast merch. So, <laughs> <laughs> so for you, uh, a business is a brand and a brand that I've shared is a promise. Mm -hmm. So it's a promise to give you some value. Reggie, what do you think a business is? Like where you make money and like if you like sell something, like 
Yeah, a lot of people have profits and stuff like that and like, yeah. So what I heard then was it's, it's like people that make something and then they sell it for more money than it costs to make so they can make a profit. And the profit is the extra money they have left over. Yeah. Yeah? Does that sound good? Yeah. Riles? Uh, what I think of businesses is it could be one person or like a couple of people to support that one person. or And you make, what do you call it, when you have like a, oh yeah, a product. Product. When you have a product and you sell it for more money that you get it for, what is which is called profit and uh, that's what i think of businesses cool so i I think we're all sort of saying when we went on the brand front but you two boys the entrepreneurs were like okay so a business is uh, a person or a group of people that make a product or a service and they then sell that to people that have and find value in it and we'll get to what that word means finding value is you guys like it enough to pay yours or your mommy's and daddy's hard-earned money to buy something and the company sells it. Let's put some numbers on it. If I make it for five pounds and I sell it for 10 pounds, what's my profit? Riley? Five pound profit. Five pound profit. Is that what you had, Reg? Yeah. Perfect. So that's the profit. So a business is something that... Yes, Riles? Uh, and a profit means if... Uh, oh, I forgot. You lost it. I know. Lost it. Reg, what do you want to say? When when you make it for an amount of money, you say like you made it for five pound and you sell it for six pound. That's your one pound profit. One pound profit, which is very tight margin. But we're gonna learn what margin is in the future. We won't worry about that right now. So we kind of got the idea of what a business is. Did you learn anything there, mommy? Yes. Perfect. Uh, so <laughs> I think we kind of know what a business is right now. It's a person or a group of people that create a product or a service. So a product is something physical, something that you can hold. Okay. Not necessarily always, but think of it for, for you guys. It's like a phone, a controller. Okay. Or a service. Uh, let's just say someone came around and cleaned the windows. We're not getting a product from them. They're doing a service for us. They're cleaning our windows and we're paying them to do it. So it can be a product or a service that we pay them to do. And whatever money is left over, that is their profit. after They've taken out all of their costs. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Any questions? No. No. Riley, any questions? No. Okay. So we, we know what a business is. Next thing that I want to share or talk about is why businesses exist. Because not all businesses are made equal. Okay? Love that little confused look on Reggie's face. As soon as you say something to Reggie, by the way, and it doesn't like quite compute, his whole like brow just comes down. He's like, huh, don't like what you've just said or don't understand what you've just said. The kid wears his heart on his sleeve and his face, apparently. We know exactly what he's thinking. So... There's a couple of different businesses out there and you guys know different types of businesses, but some people start a business to have what's called 
a lifestyle business, okay? So that is a business where you make a product or a service and you sell it, but you're not trying to build it into this massive company that has hundreds of employees. So those employees are people that work for you. Yeah. They're not trying to build it into this massive thing. What they're trying to do is start a business and make enough money that gives them the lifestyle that they want. So let's say Reggie wants to go, all right, well, what I want to be able to do is sleep in until 11 o'clock every day, <laughs> work for three hours, and then go back to bed. Reggie's business would have to work around that lifestyle because it needs to give him the lifestyle that he wants. So we have a lifestyle business, and that's not to make loads of profit. You're not trying to build it to make loads of profit. You're trying to build it to give you the lifestyle that you want. And we spoke about profit. We know what profit is, right? Yep. Mommy, give me a definition of profit. I hate it when you just keep putting me on the spot. I love it. I wish I had this in your notes where it was like, cue Sarah. <laughs> I love it. So a profit is where you make something for X amount and the money, the remaining money that you get on your, the price of the product is more. Perfect. So again, quick example, quick maths. Sell it for five pounds. Uh, sorry, you, you... No, we're going to give a different one okay. for the audience. So okay. we're going to give it a break. So audience listening, all the mini entrepreneurs, if we make a product for 15 pounds and we sell it for 27 pounds, always once you've got it, put your hands up. We make it for 15 and we sell it for 27. Reggie, what is the profit? We make 13. So <laughs> close. Know, so close. Riles? 12 pounds. 12 pounds. Oh, so close. So it's the price minus the costs of making it equals the profit. Okay. So we spoke about lifestyle business and some companies are made to just make lots of profit. Some companies want to grow up, become as big as they can be and make as much profit as they can. Okay. And really important. There's not a right and a wrong type of business you just have to know what type of business that you want to start which is why i'm sharing it with you guys because you guys want to start a business you need to think about whether it's like a lifestyle business profit which is just to make as much money as possible and then you really have to work out why and that kind of teases up to the third type of business which is an impact business so an impact business think about this if you there's a very well-known shoe brand. I mean, which shoe brand am I talking about where? Tom's. Tom's, okay. You guys remember Tom's? Mommy used to wear a lot of Tom's in the summer. No, no. clue. So what Tom's do, they're kind of like the... A canvas. Do you want to explain what Tom's are? Like a um, plimsoll, a canvas sort of plimsoll, like a summer shoe, slip-on. Um, I think they've actually probably do different variations now, but when they first started... And then when, I believe it was when you bought a pair of the shoes, another pair would be donated to, was it Africa? Someone in need. Someone in I need. I don't know where exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. like to be fact-checked on that, but somewhere in need. Somewhere in need. So you enjoy, you liked the brand, you liked the product, but also in buying the product, you're actually doing good for someone else. So think about that. When we just said the word brand again, because Tom's, Tom's is the brand, it had a promise. And that promises every time you buy one of our pairs of shoes we will give a pair of shoes to someone that can't afford it and needs a pair of shoes 
So you felt good about buying from the brand. So that brand had a mission and also made a positive impact. So the way to think about this is that company could put all of the profit into their bank, but they don't. They take some of the profit and give it away to people in need. It still makes money, but it makes a little bit less than it could to try and make a positive impact around the world. What do you guys think of that, Reg? Um, yeah, like, um, you do that promise so you can do more. So if you do that promise, you'll get more money because, um, you still get your money. But if, like, you want to help someone, you would buy it. I think I know what you mean, which is... Do we do that promise because it makes more people want to buy our product? Yeah, and if they want to help more people. Exactly. So if there were two shoes exactly the same and one of them had a promise of doing something good if you bought it and one of them didn't, which one would you buy? I'll buy the one what would make a promise. Make, a, yeah. make the promise to do something good. Riles? Uh, and if you did that, you would probably be getting more sales. So then you would be basically earning equivalent. Or more. Or more. Yeah, uh, that's a good point, which is a brand that gets its promise right, everybody wins because people want to buy from it. So when more people buy, they make more profit, but they also make more impact. Impact is doing, in this sense... It's doing something good with the money that they make on the profit. Make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one, just as, as sort of my list just to cover off, is not-for-profits or non-profits and charities. When I say the word charity, what do you guys think of? Miles? Like children with disabilities or when they don't feel well. When they when like a nine year old is dying from cancer, and then you donate money to that charity, it's basically a hospital with people in that that need money to live, and a and you get a wish, uh, and that is where before they like die from a cancer, you could have like a a wish to like. Paint a picture or like <laughs> to meet Sunny Booger, like to meet a to meet a Fortnite player or something like that. Well, it's really interesting because what Riley's doing here. So we need to expand on that, which means it's not just what you said, but that's part of it. So you're actually remembering. We had a conversation about a, a specific charity. Can we just pause for a minute? Half when it was that to like. That someone's wished <laughs> Love it. So the charity that you're thinking about is called Make a Wish, uh, and it's an amazing charity. If anyone wants to learn about it, just Google Make a Wish. Um, Reggie, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and nail down what we think a charity is. Reggie, what do you think a charity is? Um, like in it when you donate money to help. Don't forget someone. to talk into the mics, buddy. When you donate money to help someone like if they were poorly and 
we could help them by donating money. Yep. Like that, mummy. Do you want to add anything to this? I think Reggie kind of just said what I was going to say. Yeah, so a charity, and there are lots of different charities for different things. One of the charities that I was thinking about was Band of Builders. Yep. Um, which, if if not if you've not heard of it, it's uh, a charity that started um, with a guy started the charity because his friend, who was a trade trades professional, um, became ill. And he started the charity to help his family for when for when he died. So they paid off his mortgage and things like that, and did the did the garden. So it, it's kind of all based around trades professionals that fall on hard times, um, and there there are other trades professionals that get involved and help do the work on the family's house and things like that to make to make it livable for maybe if they're now in a wheelchair and things like that. 100%. So that, just to expand on that slightly, that first project was um, a guy called Adam Smith and his friend Keith Ellick, and they he was terminal. And uh, for any little ones wondering what that is, speak to your parents if you want to know what that means. Um, but it was cool. This guy um, wants to be as comfortable as possible for the days he has left. So he put up a post and an amazing community came around. And this wasn't a charity just yet. It was a project. And they really helped this guy because that's what amazing friends and community do. And then what we saw, or sorry, not we, what Adam saw um, is, hold on, what an amazing feeling this has given everyone. We can help trades professionals who are often not supported, who have fallen on hard times, have a better quality of life. So they then went through the very hard work of becoming a charity and they're now a registered charity. And shameless plug to feel like I always need to be transparent. I'm also a trustee of that charity. Yes, Riles. Uh, just before they're thinking Adam, as in daddy, it's not daddy, it's, uh, it's a, a person. Yeah, it's a different Adam, not, not Adam. Adam Smith. And it always confused me. So he's got two Ds in his, in his first name. I always thought that was a typo, but it turns out it's not. And Adam, if you ever listened to that, sorry, mate. Um, so, <laughs> so I think what we've kind of all circled around is a charity is um, an organization that raises money to do good things for people less fortunate. Is that a fair summary? We all understand what that means? Yeah. Yeah, or I guess you've kind of got the sort of charities that, that raise money, like cancer research and things like that, where it's research and to try and find a cure for cancer and things yeah. like that. So that's probably worth covering off as well. And then the last bit is these not-for-profits, which are companies that often make products and sell them, but they take their profits and do good things with all of the profit. Remember we said Tom's, they do good things with some of their profit. They give this pair of shoes to someone in need. A not-for-profit gives away or puts their profits, all of it, they do good work with. They do high-impact charitable work, okay? So, let's play a little game, okay? And we kind of now know roughly what a business is, but everywhere I drive, and this is because me and mommy have been running business doing businesses since 2013, nearly 10 years now. Everywhere I drive, I look at a business and go, oh, interesting. I wonder how they make money. And then I'm kind of like doing all these questions in my head. And that's a really fun exercise. So if you're listening right now, I would say very fun. 
any business that you come across or drive by, look at it and go, how do they make money? Okay, good practice. Some things I look at, I'm like, how are they even in business? How do they make money? So what I'm going to do is ask some questions and let's see what you guys think. So Riles, what is a business that you know? What's a brand that you know a lot about? Uh, Don't forget to lean into the mics and talk. Can I just have like a minute to think about that? You think about a business that you know. Reggie, what business do you know? What, what brand? What products or brand? It could be a game that you play. Um, what game do you like to play? I like to play double. <laughs> you like to play double? Uh, Gucci. That's, like, that's a brand. <laughs> <laughs> I so, know that because... So, Reggie, we passed this shop. It's called Ben's Cookies. And Reggie made up this saying because he likes a brand called Gucci, too. And he and every time he passes uh, a shop called Ben's Cookies, he's like, Gucci likes Ben's Cookies. I, I think it's really important to caveat everything right now before we lose all the listeners is our six-year-old owns nothing to do with Gucci. It's kind of a running joke in our family, just to point... Oh, no, it was a YouTube video that he watched, yeah. and the dog was called Gucci. The dog was that, called Gucci, and then why. he yeah. saw the brand Gucci, and it became yeah. a thing. So let's... But these are brands that you guys don't know a lot about. What are the, what are the games or brands that you guys know a lot about? Rouse. Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay, so talk to me. How do you think Fortnite makes money? Because important to note that Fortnite can be completely free okay so how does it make money um i don't i don't completely know but these are the two these are the two things that i do know about when you i don't know if it's this or the other one when you log on to Fortnite it's like views when you go on YouTube. When you watch a video, or when you log on to a game, you get money. Or it's like an item shop where you can buy stuff uh, for money So in the game. So let's just quickly talk about Fortnite because I think a lot of the, the mini entrepreneurs listening might know. And the, the parents right now are thinking, oh, please don't talk about Fortnite. Because <laughs> what happens is Fortnite... I believe it has about 350 million players, okay? And as a shameless plug to any of the, uh, the adults listening, there's an amazing podcast called Acquired. Go and listen to the epic games who make Fortnite. It's an amazing episode. It talks about Fortnite and their business model. Beautiful, but not one for the kids. So Fortnite, 300 and call it, let's call it 350 million players worldwide. All of those players could log in and play for free. All of them, if they wanted to. But they don't. What happens is they log in and they see a new... Skin. 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 A new skin. They always make one like every week. They put a new skin into the item shop and... They want to buy it. And they want to buy it. So they come and ask mommy and daddy, can I get some V-Bucks <laughs> to buy a skin? So that is Fortnite. So what if you think about it, what Fortnite sell are skins okay they also sell a subscription because what do we pay for for you every month six no 
Reg? Monthly clue. The monthly crew. I thought so, you meant how much money it was. No, so we pay for the monthly crew, which is a subscription. So they've got a business model, and we'll get into business models in a future episode. They have a business model where they try and sell you skins all the time, and that's money they might get, they might not get. If they make a good skin, great. But their best money is this subscription. And everyone knows what a subscription is. We can think about Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. You pay every month and you get access to it. Okay, Riles? And guys, if you like Fortnite and you're like a... Are you going to shameless plug your YouTube channel here? And, yep. Uh, and you like... And you like... Uh, and you like doing it and you're not, like, great because you just started. Uh, there's a channel called Callow Fam and you can learn a lot from it. <laughs> <laughs> My guy already plugging. Okay, so... We know how Fortnite make money. They sell skins and they do a subscription. Let's think about another business. So what do you guys play FIFA on? Xbox. So what do how do Xbox make money? Riles. It's either when you buy it or when buy you... Buy what? Buy the Xbox. It's like a bigger black box. Console. And you... And you would need to connect it to like a TV, and then it you just go into HDMI one. <laughs> that might be different for different people, but they sell a console. Let's keep it dead simple. They sell they sell the Xbox. Yeah, they just sell a console. What else do they sell, Reg? Video games. They sell games. Okay, so they sell a console. When you have the console, you need to buy games. Like this. So here's a question for you. How many Xbox consoles do you need to buy? Wouldn't you need one and then get two and then get a controller? But if you have like a brother or a sibling, you could uh, get two. Yeah. So, you smile like a sibling there. Let me smile at the word sibling. Um, love that word. Great use of the word sibling. So, yeah, you need to buy one console. So, would it be a good business if all you ever bought was one console? What are you going to play on it? Games that you get from the store, like in the item shop. So you need to buy games. So they Don't do. Don't they also have a subscription as they well? They also have a subscription. So now we're looking at a different business, which has a console. It sells games. And it also has a subscription that lets you get access to some games, some points, some benefits. So there's three things that they do. Okay? Yes, Charles. So they are learning like, they are earning like lots of profit. Maybe, but we hope so. But if they spend more money making the games than the amount of money they get selling them, let's just say they spent a million pounds making a game, but it was rubbish and no one bought it. How much money have they lost? Riles? They've lost a million. A million pounds. Okay. So... They're different ideas of different businesses. We can start to look at different things. So we've spoke about a digital business like Fortnite that sells digital goods, okay? And we spoke about Xbox that sells physical, real stuff you can touch, sells a console, controllers, and it also sells digital stuff like games and subscriptions, okay? So that's the difference. So we need to start thinking about that. And you mentioned something earlier, which was super interesting, which was you have like a Fortnite hoodie, okay? 
So that's like merch. That's what we call that. Big word coming in. That's merch or apparel, like clothes, okay? So we can think about clothes. We can think about digital things. We can think about physical things. There's lots of different types of businesses. So any questions before we get started with the challenge we're going to set you boys? This. So what you what are you pointing at right now? Because I said to you boys, for the first episode, how about you make a note of any questions you have about business right now? And we'll try and do this every episode. And if some mini entrepreneurs want to submit their questions, we can help answer theirs too. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> so how about we take turns? And mommy, if you want to answer one, let me know. I feel like I'm hogging the mics. Okay. Uh, let's just take turns. So let's go with Reg first. because I think he's got one less question. From what I can see, I might be wrong. Reg, what's your first question that you've wrote down? How do you come up with ideas? How do you come up with ideas for a business? That is an amazing question. So we haven't seen these questions beforehand. So, well, we're actually going to get into that at the end of the show. But what I would say that's important for you guys to listen to is the best businesses solve problems. Okay? Here's what I mean. If you are playing a game or if you are outside and you're like, I really wish this thing was, this thing existed, this thing was real because I get so annoyed every time I have to do X or whatever it is. The best sort of businesses are ones where you think, I really wish I could do this because that's what's called scratching your own itch. If you've got an itch and we're like, I really wish this sort of merch, this sort of clothes, this sort of TV, this sort of game existed, that is something that you can go and make, okay? So I would say the best way to think of ideas is every time you're looking around the world, whether you're at school, you basically might say, actually, this thing that I use sucks. I don't like this. Because you don't have to invent something new. You just have to invent something better, okay? So if you can find something and go, this would be better if it did this, that's a business idea. Simple as that. Yes, Reg? Does anyone know if they can electric skateboard? An electric skateboard? Is that, your idea? Is that an idea that you like? Yeah. Well, that is a very cool idea, and they already exist. That doesn't mean that you can't make it. Well, there's a lot of reasons that we probably need to talk about as to why an electric skateboard isn't a good idea for your first business at six year old, but they do exist. Mommy, can you remember the name of the one I'm thinking about, which is on boost, boost, boosted, boards. boosted boards? We'll Google them afterwards and we'll have a look, but there's a YouTuber called Casey Neistat who always rolls around on a boosted board, but that is an electric skateboard. So let me ask you the question. What made you think of an electric skateboard? Um, like there's electric scooters, electric bikes, and I wanted like to have a skateboard, and I'm not really good at it. Um, like see, I want to know how to turn and stuff. It's like if you could just turn your body on an electric one, it would be way better. What guy? This guy is an innovator. That is cool. The fact you didn't know they existed and you just pitched it like that, spoke about it like that. That's amazing. So my answer to you is what you've just done because you're already thinking of it in a really cool way. Think about what you'd want in the world 
and then think about if you can make a business from it. Riles, what's your first question? How do you earn money from YouTube? Oh, interesting. Do you want to put this up on me or shall I? I'm sure you would probably answer this better than me. So we'll try and keep this on the right level because there's lots of things I could geek out on in this space. But in its simplest way to explain it is we all know what adverts are, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason that adverts are there is because someone's trying to sell you something. So when YouTubers get a big following, lots of subscribers, okay, then lots of people watch their videos. So when you click on a video, okay, and you see an advert, the company is paying to be on that advert, on that YouTube channel, okay? So what happens is the YouTuber gets paid for every advert they show on their channel. The more followers and views they get, the more money they make. That is the first way. And then the second way is, as you'll see lots of YouTubers, and there's an amazing example of the YouTuber. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, who the boys love. If you think about what he's done, he started off getting lots of views, growing his channel. I think he's, I don't, I could be making this up, but I think he just hit 200 million subscribers, which is crazy. Yep. Did he? Yep. Um, So he gets all the views, basically. And now what he does, he doesn't just get paid for the adverts. He's now making his own products. So he's got merch. You were actually wearing some Mr. Beast merch earlier, weren't you? Yeah. You were wearing the Mr. Beast philanthropy merch. So he sells merch. What else does he sell? And uh, he sells like hoodies and stuff like that. That's merch. Beast burgers. Beast balls. About the merch, or I think for food too, uh, you could, uh, when you buy that, you'd be helping someone like the brand that you said, the company that you said, uh, every time you buy like a Mr. Mr. Beast burger or merch, you get, you help uh a poor person. Well, two two things there is the Mr. Beast philanthropy and for little ones listening, philanthropy is a word for like charity and doing good, okay? So Reggie wanted a Mr. Beast philanthropy t-shirt because when he buys that, all the money goes towards people that need it. It helps people. So he gets to get a cool t-shirt and know he's doing good. I don't believe, and I might be wrong, that all the money from Beast Burger is goes towards people that need it because that's a business for profit, okay? So his YouTube channel, we all know his YouTube channel, does loads of amazing things, supports people, his food bank, his philanthropy. He's an example of how you can get lots of views, make lots of money and do good things and build businesses with money. I think it's a great example for you boys. What's your, does that answer your question? Yeah. So views get paid, you can sell merch, and when you make enough money, you can build cool businesses. That's Ads. the summary there. Ads. Okay, that's the views. First one. Yes, Reg. What do you name them? What do you name the business? Oh, okay, so... You know, like the videos or what, yeah, or the business. Don't forget to speak into the mics. I got you there. So what do you name the business or, as you said, like videos that you're making? We'll do more work on that than we can probably go into now. But I'd say the key thing for a brand, as we spoke about earlier, is making sure it's memorable. So what do I mean by the word memorable? Yes, Riles. 
like you can me uh, remember it like saying like well, you nailed it you can remember it because if if we make a brand that is hard to remember or doesn't really communicate it very well which is like share what it does it's a weak brand yes Charles. like uh there's a saying called never eat shredded wheat uh and it's north east uh south west so that's an example of a phrase to help you remember a compass again love the fact you just went there you're the <laughs> cutest but that's an example of something memorable okay but what we're talking about now is a brand so like the name like Fortnite or mr beast they are brands okay companies think of it like the, the company name so what we'll do reg is when we're thinking about your business we'll get onto the challenge in a second is we then have to start thinking about names for it. And that's like a big process on its own. Okay? So we'll go through that separately, all right? Riles, what's your next question? My next question is how to make a business go viral. <laughs> I think, you, didn't you ask something like that earlier today as well, yeah. didn't you? Oh, I'll go, do you want me to go on the next one? No, we haven't answered that one yet. Mummy. <laughs> she's like this is not i'm not the marketing so what's really fun is like in, in our business that me and sarah have been running since 2013 i'm very much the sales and marketing and sarah is very much like operational excellence so she's ducking out of every question to do with sales and marketing here well sales not so much but digital sales i'd say sales i am probably better than you are let's not go into we won't we, we won't go into that now let's keep this a family keep, friendly show exactly, shall we? exactly. <laughs> family friendly family friendly as he knocks his mic over so how does something go viral? Let me just ask, why did you ask that question? Because it could be just an ad. Why would you want to make something go viral? Because then you could earn money from it and then give your family good times. Good vibes. <laughs> good, good vibes. So if someone's thinking, what does going viral mean? That's sort of when you make a piece of content, an image, a picture, a video and it gets shared a lot without you having to pay to get it out there. So you can pay for an advert, you can spend loads of money, and it will go out everywhere, or it can go viral, which means people that watch it, love it, think it's funny, think it's interesting, hate it, but share it, and they make it viral. So they share it for you, so you don't need to spend all the money. The benefits of going viral are lots of people see your thing, and you don't have to spend lots of money on it, okay? So in terms of how you make something go viral, I am definitely not an expert in that space. But I would say in order for something to go viral, it needs to be very emotionally charged. So you go, okay, big words, what do they mean? If you watch something and you just think, meh, okay, you'll just go on to the next thing. But if you watch something and it's like hilarious or inspirational inspirational you're like wow i need to share that with my friends or my followers or my subscribers or it's something which is a fact like you just don't like but you share it with your friends go i can't believe this person this company said this thing it has to make you feel something enough to make you want to share it that's how something goes viral i would say the most positive ways to do this are the feel-good. If you can get a feel-good video that is shareable, that is like mwah, chef's kiss, sweet spot. 
That is, that's an expression, Ross. I'm not explaining what Chefsky's expression is right now, but it's like perfect. Something good about your business that people want to share. Amazing. Okay. Reg, what's your next question? I've got little notepads in case you can hear. They wrote their questions down earlier. I said, bring some questions to the show. Wait, what would you need for the business? What would you need for the business? So... It will depend on what the business is. So let's just take your electric skateboard idea, okay? Okay. So tell me what you think you'd need to start an electric skateboard company. A lot of cables. A lot of cables. So like, and the people that know how to make the cables into like a motor for a skateboard. So you need lots of equipment, lots of things. And you need the, the very smart people, like engineers and technicians. Okay, you need people. What else do you need? Right. Um, wheels for the skateboard. You need all the things that make a skateboard. So you need the wheels, you need the bearings, you need the board. You need somewhere to store it all. So you're probably you need gonna like need... the paint so it can look cool. So it can look cool. You need to make it look cool. So you need decals and paint. You need... Like... On my skateboard, on the bottom, there's a shark. That's a decal, so it's got a picture of a shark. You also need to store them somewhere, okay? You also need a website. So depending on what the business is, will depend on what you need. So the skateboard business, you need a lot of stuff, okay? If I said, okay, Reggie, you're going to start a lawnmower business, and you're going to go around the neighborhood, as you guys call it, the neighborhood. And I do. R- I do. Riley does. I do. If you went around the neighborhood and you mowed everyone's lawns, what would you need to run a lawnmower business? Riles? To learn how to use a lawnmower. First job, probably a good lesson to learn anyway, but learn how to use a lawnmower. What else do you need, Reggie? Yeah, a lawnmower. You need a lawnmower, but but that's all you need. A lawnmower. So you need a lawnmower and you need to know how to use it. And then all you need to do... Some cleaning equipment to clean up the grass. So you're not leaving the customers' Some bags. gardens in a mess. Some bags. So brush. if you wanted to start a business straight away, you could go, okay. I think actually, Riley, you said this to me the other day, that you're going to start knocking on people's houses and asking them, what did you What did you say to me? Knocking on each uh, pe- uh, people's houses in the neighborhood, as, as I would call it, uh, and asking them if you need any tasks that I can do. So you and can then do it for uh, like five pounds. Amazing. So, so that's all you need. So some businesses need a lot of stuff, Reggie, and some businesses don't need much stuff at all. Okay. Riles, what's your last question? My, uh, no, that, that's, I've got two more questions. Let's go. How would you, you start a business? So I'm not going to answer that now because that's what this whole podcast is going to be about. So the first job is the challenge that I'm going to give you in just a minute because I'm trying to make sure these episodes don't go over one hour long just to make sure people enjoy them and know that they're not going to go on for three hours because us four could talk about business for the next five hours if we wanted to. What's your last question? How would you need for, what, what would you need for a business? So we just covered that off with Reggie. It's interesting how similar your questions are, boys. So different businesses need different things. Reggie, have you got any more questions before we go on to the challenge? No. Okay, so, Mummy, do you have any questions? 
Anything that you think we haven't covered that a first-time founder, mini entrepreneur, future shark, and future dragon needs to know? Maybe something that no one mentioned on what you would need is the fact that you're going to would need some money to start your own business. Disagree. Same. I don't think you can disagree because you would need money first off to buy the lawnmower. Agree, but what was the simplest business that Riley said that you don't need money for? But he may need tools to do certain tasks. Okay. I think you would always need some equipment when starting a business. So I get your point. I think my point is that, and this is an important point. So as anyone that's listening to this, some people will be thinking, well, I've always wanted to start my own business, but I need this and I need that and I need that. And they make up loads of excuses why they can't get started. And what we want this show to be is a way to teach anybody with just an idea how to get started because there's normally a way. And if mommy's right, if you need money, then you're going to have to go and find some way to make money to then buy the things you need for your business. But you just need to get started. And that's what we're going to try and do as a family with this business that you boys start. We're going to try and keep it dead simple so you guys can start a business where you don't need loads of things, lots of stuff to inspire anyone listening that they can go do it too. That's the goal. That's what I really want to try and achieve on this podcast. So. I'm excited. You guys excited? All right. So you guys get your pens out. I've got my pen. You've got your pen ready. Fountain pen. And anyone that's listened to this that wants to take part in the challenges every episode, Reggie, don't tap the mic close my ears out so we are going to set a challenge we need three business ideas from each of you okay not now for the next time we jump on the mics and i don't want you to tell me them we can talk about stuff in between the shows for this first one but on the microphones next time record let's make a note three business ideas Okay. For each idea, you need to share these three things. What the business does. So write down what it does, question mark. What it does. So we're going to get three business ideas, and I'm repeating myself. We'll do for the next couple of minutes. So if you're listening to this, you're thinking, actually, I want to take part in this challenge. You need to come up with three ideas, and the first thing you need to do is write down what what it does. So what is the thing that business does? The second thing is you need to write down what makes it different. Underbar. Yep. What makes it different? Yes, Reg? I just, just wrote boss. <laughs> We'll give you the notes afterwards, Reg. Don't worry about trying to write it quickly. What were you going to ask, bud? Um, is it compared to the other one what you writ or? Good question. So what we need is three ideas. And let's say the first idea is an electric scooter company. Okay. So for the electric scooter company, we're going to say what it does. The electric scooter company makes electric scooters. Okay. For the same company, we're going to say what makes it different. And yours 
because you didn't know they existed, it would be no one makes an electric scooter. Now, you know they do exist. You could say, we're going to make an electric scooter that is faster than all the others out there. Okay. So the second thing is, what makes it different? And for people that are listening that care, that's called its value proposition. Okay. Value proposition. The thing that makes it different. Okay. How does it stand out? And the last thing is why you chose that idea. Okay. So three ideas, what the business does, what makes it different and why you chose it. And your jobs, as soon as you got those three ideas each with those things written down, we will get on the mics and we will talk through it. How does that sound? Is that today? Not today, buddy, no. But we're going to try and do this as a minimum of a weekly podcast. Yes, Reg. I would like to do two a week. It's just fun to hang out with you guys as well. Yay! Reg. So are we doing it next? What if we haven't finished it next podcast? We don't record. So it's your guys' job to do the work, okay? So what we'll do, we'll make a little sheet of paper with the questions on, and you guys have to fill it in and do the work, and then we'll come on and talk about it on the next show. How does that sound? Great. Anything, anything before we go? Any last words, final comments? Because I think we've nailed it. We're like on a minute, nearly bang, uh, sorry, an hour and a minute right now. Anything else before we close the first episode of the podcast? Bye. Bye, I hope you enjoyed this video. It's a podcast. You're such a YouTuber. Riles is learning about YouTube. (laughs) This is just audio, buddy. Hashtag Calofam. (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) Calofam. Like and subscribe. Put it in the pin comment. (laughs) Guys, if you've got any questions, any ideas, if you're a mini entrepreneur, we're going to find a way for you to be able to submit submit questions uh, through the adult that is probably playing this podcast right now. Or if you're a grown-up and you have questions, ideas, suggestions, or any feedback for the show, let us know. Um, we will put some form of way to communicate with us. Fire up an email address. Actually, let's just go with one right now. Any feedback at all, simply fire it into hello at adamcallow.com. That's hello at adamcallow.com. That's my personal email. And one D in Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's tickled that as. Uh, one D in Adam. Um, and yeah, guys. If you've enjoyed this so far, and you must have if you've got an hour in, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Um, We want to build something that you and your little ones enjoy. And what we're going to do on this show is share with you how we build a business, the highs, the lows, and all the learnings, which I've definitely nicked from my other podcast, The Startup Diary, but following these two... Subtle plug. (laughs) These two mini entrepreneurs. Mini. Mini. We're mini grown-ups i guess mini grown-ups great way to explain it